Yes, yes, bringing you the primavera of a new era. This right here is Lake Views, bringing you the news you may or may not choose. A, why refuse? Because the fuse is lit and the sauce is dripping all every which way, helping you find out what's all going on around the way for Soundset Weekend. Yeah. You already know what it is. This is the Mighty Morphine Breaks and Lakes. My name is Derek. And my name is Justice. What it do? Oh, we're just hanging out. I'm yeah. glad. I'm getting really excited for Soundset. I'm Dude, geeked, man. Yeah. I'm geeked. This is it's like, that time of the year. It's rap Christmas. It's <laughs> happening. And we're unwrapping the gifts and really just taking part of everything that's happening in the TC. The city actually embraces hip hop and puts it on the front fucking page. Yeah. want to actually take part of everything that happens year round, which is a dope thing, but it is also a monument and a testament of what this all could be. So, you know, we have to celebrate properly. We have to go out and really take part and really represent because... At the end of the day, everyone that does come to town thinking, okay, this is the one day a year that we get hip-hop in the city is like, no. It's happening the other 364. Where the hell you at? Yeah. So, you know what? We got to make everything exact, put it all intact, and bring you the real facts of what's all going down, what to expect. And, in fact, today we are going to be bringing you four interviews from the likes of Prof, JSO Creative, and OG Grip. We make it local. And of course, we got to make it vocal and help everyone understand what's happening out here because, you know, Soundset is a testament to a lot of the hard work and grind that does happen every which way from a lot of local artists. Every and every day of the year, like you were saying before. Every day of the year. Yeah. But this is like one of those milestones that always happens from like, all right, you got to represent, you got to put on. But Soundset's like, all right, cool, I'm doing something right. So, you know what, we got to put on and really represent for a lot of them. And, of course, throughout the show, as you heard in the intro, we're going to be representing a lot of the producers that are going to be in the Last of the Record Buyers uh, showcase over at the Essential Elements tent. Yeah, and that's hosted by Big Quarters, and uh, it's really dope. Yeah, shout out to Zach on that beat. Yeah, shout out to Brandon all day as well. He's going to be there Hey, with his, uh, his gray beard, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> His salt and peppered facial hair. Yeah, he looks good with it, though. Hey, it's true. And yeah. of course, yeah, if you haven't heard about Zach's beat story, get up on that. Go check it out. Yeah, that one was the beat story from last year's sound set. You know, probably keep an eye out, though. He might be dropping another one this year. You Fingers never know. Crossed. Yeah. Too dope. It was. But yeah, and of course, there's a lot of things to be happening all weekend long. You know, Sway is going to be coming through with the crew to do Sway in the morning out at Ice House from 7 to 11 p.m. on that Friday. You got the before and after parties. You got basically events Mm. happening every which way. You got painting expos. There's so much to take part in outside of just the actual Sunday itself. So it's really a whole weekend worth of stuff. It is. And the city puts on and everyone comes out and basically just comes out the woodwork to represent. So. 
It's what it's about. But yo, before we get into everything, why don't we get into the first interview because that's what you're probably here to listen to. And you know what? Let's kick it out to a man that really made sound set take it to new heights, especially locally. Yeah. And of course, King Gompo, man. And Pookie Baby dropped this year. Exactly. Phenomenal record, which I don't care what you have to say about it. It fucking is amped up and does what it needs to do. So, you know yeah. what? I don't know if you guys talked about this at all in the interview, mm. but I know that probably one of the very special moments for Prof, who is this next interview, which I just gave it away, unfortunately. <laughs> but you're going to find out anyways. But when he filled in on the main stage, one uh, Buster Rhymes show. Rindem show yeah. Which he still, I believe, was like had a leg busted up too or like just yeah. getting out of back surgery or something. Huh. Yeah, so dude's like just... He walks up there with a cane, just does it, and just shows out. To, next thing you know, signed to Rhyme Sayers. You know he's been dropping projects left and right. The rest yeah. is history. So, man. Well, he got it all started at Soundset. Well, it well, kept moving. Yeah. Like, I mean, Soundset like, is like a milestone. Yeah. He transcended. It's that mild zone like you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like it he, really, really worked out for him. Absolutely. <laughs> was it like uh, last time he was at Soundset, he had like the inflatable raft going across like the sea of people? Yeah. Just let that sink in. How many people are actually got one inflatables going nonstop? So everyone's just like bopping beach balls, inflatable like giraffes, alligators, all that shit. Yeah. And then you still have to keep the energy flowing and just really master the art of being a showman on stage. It's just it's remarkable to see. So I don't know. If you get a chance, totally check him out. He's gonna be rocking uh the main stage at what time is that? Yo, <laughs> Prof is going to be on the main stage starting at 2.30. It's hey. going to be on until 3.10, and uh, it's a pretty good slot right before Jade, or right after Jaden Smith, and in, he's a sandwich between Jaden Smith and a boogie with the hoodie. Hey, that's a pretty good place to be. Yeah. And of yeah. course, yeah, if you're anywhere on the grounds, you're, gonna, you're probably going to find out about the energy. It's going to be just electric. So, you know what? Let's keep that energy rolling and really just exploding this track right here still one of my favorites off the project maybe you've seen the video maybe you haven't either way let's get into it this is andre the giant right here on lake uh. views ah <laughs> <laughs> i just took uh. the song uh. knocked his ass out and kissed him on the cheek uh he fucked up just by thinking i was sweet uh I run the city, might have thought I was some cleats, huh? Ain't never heard someone like this upon the beat, huh? Tootie fruity, the booty duty is jewelry duty. Moody foodies, jacuzzis is filled with bougie booties. All of this money, don't know how to count it, man. I think I need a computer. I can't live with man. I live at the funeral. I got no need for a shooter. Yeah! I'm getting bigger, getting bigger, huh? Yeah! Do you wanna reconsider, huh? Yeah! Lost control of a killer, huh? Yeah! Drug dealers, huh? Dealers, huh? If you build it, homie, they will come. They will come. If you turn it up, then save me some. Save me some. Drop down to get your ego, huh? Ego. I don't care for boring people. I think you're lame. I only politic with goons while out the frame. Better take another shot, bitch. It's not a game. I'll beat it out the frame. Baraka, waka, flaka, flame. I am a legend, man. You know that I have a problem with acting a fool. I don't talk to police. I know nothing. I swear to God that this shit is not true. I'm a barbarian hopping and trying and looking for something to do. I'm remarkable. I'm on a roll. If you need education, I'll take you to school. Yeah! I'm getting bigger, getting bigger. Huh? Yeah! Do you want to reconsider? Huh? Yeah! Lost 
Brush off, get clean, look good. Put on two chains, flexing, but what's up? So fly, two C, me, you, look up. I win, you lose, fuck you, what's up? I don't care for boring people, I think you're lame. I only politic with goons while out the frame. Better take another shot, bitch, it's not a game. I'll beat it out the frame, baraka, waka, flaka, flame. Yeah. I'm the shit, I'm the shit, I'm the shit, I'm the shit. Now I think I will go catch a body. Fuck your bitch, fuck your bitch, fuck your bitch, fuck your bitch. And then I will go take a party. No teriyaki, yeah, rock, kawasaki. If your girl suck dick, she can hop in the shot. She popping a molly, we'll cop in the squatty. Cookie, loving the body. One time, two time, three time. Right now, we are sitting down with the one and only King Gampo up in the Ramsayers headquarters. What's good, sir? Man, having a good time, dude. Got my coffee. Tuesday morning. Yeah, feeling good. There you go. Going up already. So, Pookie Baby, where the hell did that come from? And what's the story behind that, man? Uh, Pookie Baby, honestly, it was just been me, you know what I mean, from, for the past couple years. I started calling everybody else Pookie Baby okay. that I was around. Started with my dog. A little Pookie Baby, he's my little baby, and then, then I started calling Mike Pookie Baby, and then Josh Pookie Baby, everybody I was around, I just started calling people Pookie Baby, and then uh, my tour manager started calling me Pookie Baby, and then everybody else started calling me Pookie Baby, and then Pookie was my nickname now, you know, and then I'll, in the meantime I made a record, and that's what it's called. Okay. It's pretty much that simple. You know what I mean? Fair enough. It's just it always feels like there's a story when it's something that wild, you know? I mean, it, it is um, a character-driven sort of project that we're doing that has, you know, it's a little bit more grown and sexy, you know what I mean, um, than, let's say, like a gombo or something like that, you know what I mean? Um, no doubt. Uh, so, you know, Pookie Baby is a character, and you, you'll be able to see it, you know, it has to do with all this perfume, perfume, cologne, you know, Versace-type, high-fashion, painting-type of um, character going around, sort of like the most interesting man in the world on acid or something like that, you know what I mean? Just a, you know, well-cultured, worldly dude. Yeah. At the same time, it's still got, like, that wild element that you can turn up even at, like, uh, the Met Gala or some shit. Oh, yeah, man, no doubt. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, you know, he can do, like, an ayahuasca trip, you know, in the, in the Himalayas or something like that. Or, you know what I mean? Play some basketball on the street on the south side or smoke some weed with your cousin whatever all right that's what's up and the same time you know the project you said you wanted to have this like a lot faster than liability which you know took about three years or so where this one you wanted this out like immediately so what was with the what was with the haste man uh, I, you're the first one that ever said it was fast because I wanted it out fast but it eventually took two years dog I mean oh word I, I mean liability came out two years now I mean right yeah, it was uh, over two years. Over two years. It was October 2015, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, haste. That, that shit oh. end up working. I want this next one to come out even faster. I just, you know, because I, I make the songs. I can make songs relatively fast, you know, uh, versus other artists and stuff like that. And I just want people to hear them when they're still new. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Liability, there were songs when we released it that was like three years old to me. 
and it was just not a new song anymore you know we're giving people the old shit you know I just want to flip my songs and my art faster so they can get them in the time that I made them you know um, that's when they're supposed to be really heard that's mm -hmm. when they were made that's when I want them to be heard you know what I mean no doubt with that being said you know I was always kind of curious about how long the process took because you know, everyone never really knows like a timetable for a project, especially when you're touring constantly and who can really make the time to get to the studio and everything. So I guess, how do you like manage like the creative process while you're on the road? Because you're constantly moving, man. Yeah, I really don't. When I'm on the road, everything stops. Um, I need to take care of my voice a lot on the road. Mm -hmm. And like I, a lot of times I'll, if I get a sick or uh, start losing my voice, like I'll, I'll go for a week, two weeks without talking to anybody and just do the show. So I'm definitely not, you know, taking a rough studio along with me and um, doing roughs and working on music. It's just, I'm just not in the zone creatively. It's like a totally different trip for me. I like to take my breaks, you know. This is tour, this, you know, um, it's spice of life, you know what I mean? It's my variety that I like. I like not working on records when I'm on tour. I like not touring when I'm working on records, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I yeah. like to change it up. Stay in a position where you need to be and make sure your mind's right there. Yeah, I need to focus on touring when I'm on tour. Oh, no doubt. And same time with the recording, the project, you know, you were having a big thing of not cutting your hair until it was finished. Yeah. What was good with that, man? Did that. I don't know. Fuck it, just remind myself that I have hair every once in a while. That's about it. Um, and, you know, to finish the damn project. So I did. I cut my hair when I, I finished my vocals. Okay. And that, um, that was when I cut my hair, that was last year already. So it, it's taken over a year to, since the uh, vocals were recorded, to you know film all the music videos, do all the artwork. I mean, there's a billion things. I couldn't even list all the things that you need to do to get a record off the ground, uh, but it takes a while. Yeah. And speaking of the artwork, I know just looking at the interview you did with Minnesota Original, you said you went to MCAP for like an illustrator position before? Yeah, I did. How does that uh, factor in with the whole like uh, creative process on the music side? Are you still like incorporating that as your cover art and everything there? Or are you like utilizing that still? Yeah, I mean, up until, uh, I don't know, a few years ago, I was like making everything and the art, you know, the, the music and like every poster and shit. And it was just like, we weren't really going too fast with that. And now, um, recently, I, barely, I I don't think I did anything with the art, and that's amazing. But, um, so in the meantime, I've made a paint, you know, a collection of paintings, and so I haven't been focused on that. I've just made my own shit. So we have, we're able to actually pay other artists to work on my shit now, okay. and delegate that those responsibilities, you know what I mean? So I could just work on my own stuff. Oh. So I didn't do any art um, on the Pookie Baby um, project. Um, hand on hand I'm still doing art direction and I've oh, got yeah. my hands in exactly how I want everything to look mm -hmm. but as far as you know opening up Photoshop and doing stuff I've, I barely did anything no it makes sense especially when you gotta like focus on just the process alone like the music at the same time you can't really do everything but I don't know you're able to like find some people that you really work with like who did all the like design work on this um, for the for the project the record all the visuals um, the all the photographs were done by Wes Eisenhower Okay. He's um, from a rap group actually called Soul Crate out of oh, word. Sioux Falls. Yeah, yeah. So he's like an incredible photographer, and he's kind of moving into that lane more huh. more than ever. And then for the design, um, uh, uh, Burlesque of North America, Burlesque of North America. 
um, did that. They're just one of the best design firms out of uh, Minneapolis. They're kind of underground, I mean. Yeah, shout out Mike Davis and West Windship. They okay. did all the design for it. It's beautiful work. Yeah, I mean, it's not, they're not like a fucking, they don't have a skyscraper or anything. They're like, no. some, they're really, really well respected, you know, artists in the community and they did good work um, using those photographs that Wes took and just making them beautiful, making them pop, making a magazine, making an album. Hmm, that's what's up. Yeah, always curious about that because it definitely gets underappreciated. And especially, you know, from your background, it takes a lot, especially with this album. Mm-hmm. So, and moving forward here, you know, you guys are doing a lot with, you know, the Stop House team. And one member in particular that's really getting a new look on this project is Casanova, which, of course, big ups to you guys for putting him on because that dude's ridiculously talented. But I know you've been one of his biggest champions in the last couple of years. So what do you want the people to know about Casanova? Um, that he's the shit. That's about it, man. He's just look into his music. We're gonna hit you with uh, probably 2018. Hit you with a project of his, maybe like a little EP or something like that. Okay. Um, and it's gonna be amazing. Like he's already got music on deck. That's incredible. Look into him, Casanova. Um, it's funny. I, I think his name kind of sucks. Just like my name kind of sucks. Like damn, Stop House is amazing, right? I was like, well, my name sucks. His name sucks. Um, you just gotta listen to our music, you know what I mean? But we're doing we're doing good right now, man. We're making the best music out in the business. I'm hands down, I'll put my money on my shit or his shit over anybody. Anybody. Top ten, top five, anybody. No doubt. Yeah, he's that good. Especially with everything you're doing that a lot of people kinda overlook is just, you know, it's an experience, but you are able to, you know, you can sing, you can stay in pocket with your flow, you can you can deliver some heartfelt bars when people are not looking. Like the versatility is like next level so i guess what's one thing that you feel like people kind of underlook most about uh you on stage that would be oh on stage yeah i don't think they underlook anything about me on stage once they see me or even hear about me they know exactly what the fuck's going on you know i think i'm overlooked just in general you know people just making assumptions but once they see me live they're already fucking hooked and they're not going anywhere after they see my live show i think i got one of the best live shows you know in the history of rap you know when it comes down to like you know uh no background vocals Mm -hmm. and singing and hitting these notes and what i do on the road to take care of my voice so i can actually do this Mm -hmm. and the energy jumping around on stage when you put everything and combine everything together i don't think anybody is fucking with my shit no doubt you took a literal raft and floated on top of the crowd man that shit's fucking next level shit yeah. So, yeah, we always try to push the level, the limit when it comes to that kind of stuff too. No, no doubt. I guess the other thing too is, you know, for a lot of up and coming rappers, what is one tip that you point out for, you know, live shows? What piece of advice would you give them? I don't know, man. It's like, I'm, I might stop with that shit. It's kind of like you either got it or you don't. Like you either really, really want it when you're on stage mm-hmm. and you either understand that what you're saying is important and you believe in your own shit or else you're just up there just kind of just flailing around it's like I don't know it's it's kind of it's a lot more natural and right from the jump than I thought it would ever be like people performing like um, either you want to be there or you don't yeah I mean obviously there's stuff that you can do to improve your craft like you know your breath control and just overall practice okay and how to work a room you know a, a small room versus a large room and there's things you learn with experience but as far as wanting it you know and, and just being naturally gifted and kind of understanding how to work a crowd is is probably already ingrained in who you are and how you socialize and you know and and 
even before you start rapping or step on stage no doubt like it definitely shows like who they are on stage but at the same time just seeing your stage presence the energy that just goes into everything at the same time even the technical details of you know you stay on point like it's the record so a lot of people can't really say that about a lot of shit you know so yeah I don't know. Well, at the same time, you know, you're going to be going everywhere on this project and coming back for Soundset. So I guess what are you doing on this one that is going to incorporate the kind of acid trip elegance of Pookie Baby? Um, you're going to have to see it, man. It's Yesterday we pra- practiced and it's the most technical show as far as, you know, production that we've ever done thus far and there's like a lot of issues and a lot of stuff to iron out and um, it's kind of scary but you know as far as lighting overall show and just what we got planned is um, smacking it's dope it's Pookie Baby that's what it is well shit I guess just moving forward and looking forward to Soundset um, is there anyone you're geeked on seeing this year that you haven't been able to like share a bill with yet yeah, I'm looking forward to all of Wu-Tang. I, I don't think anybody's ever seen that, like, you know, in the past 15 years. If you were lucky enough to go to a full Wu-Tang show, like, 15 years ago or something, but I've never seen anything like that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to them. Uh, I forget who's on the bill right in front of my face, but... You know, like Logic, Badu, Brockhampton. I'd like to see Brockhampton, those, those young cats, and see what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm intrigued by them right now. New energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. And yeah, before we let you go, oh, what's the one song that you're looking forward to performing the most off this new record? Um, fuck. Um, probably either Action or Andre the Giant. Okay. What's Action like? Like, I've been hearing good things off that, uh, was it, undressing the Pookie Baby thing, mm-hmm. but what is Action like? What's the vibe on that? It's, it's fucking killer. I don't know. It's, you know, ape shit, president, um, but type of energy. Uh, yeah, but it's a totally different song. It's a different feel. It's a different energy. You know, it's, uh, it's hard to explain it to you. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to sing it to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, um, no, no. But it, you'll, you'll, you'll see in a few days. Okay. Well, shit. Well, I appreciate the time. Is there anything else you want people to know? Pookie Baby, April 13th. Just get it. If, if this comes out after April 13th, just stream it. Get it. Fuck with me. Spread the word. Alright, no. Well, appreciate it, man. Tough as shit, you can test my grit. I'm a big bad man. Don't say shit, I can fuck your bitch. I'm a big bad man. Fuck the pigs, they can suck my dick. I'm a big bad man. And I'm starving. Give me some, give me some, give me some action. I can't be fucking stopped. I can't be fucking stopped. I can't be fucking stopped. I'm aggressive, I'm an animal, I take what I want I'm a dodgy looking cunt, I'm dangerous, go find out I'm predictable, I'll take the safety off of my gun Like, no safety net, let's see how close I fly to the sun Say I'm impolite, then I'm so quick to fight, bitch Say one of these days it'll catch up to me, bitch if you're so scared, go to church or maybe go to police. Tough as shit, you can test my grit. I'm a big bad man. Don't say shit, I can fuck your bitch. I'm a big bad man. Fuck the pigs, they can suck my dick. I'm a big bad man.
I'm starving. Give me some, give me some, give me some action. Shout out to Prof for taking time to talk to us and salute to them at Stop House and doing big things, of course. Gonna be rocking the main stage at 2.30 on Soundset Sunday, so yeah, looking forward to it. Dude, there's a, a good grip of locals on the bill this year. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, for a year that's kind of like a little bit uh, slim back on a lot of like the local performers yeah like there's still a great representation i feel like the low the low card of locals is really dope and it's cool to see yeah like everybody that's on there definitely deserves it absolutely because yeah. you know everyone was kind of like short changing it when like the first like announcement came out it's yeah like, oh so it's just lioness it's just grip it's just dem atlas and prof and them it's like well no like with the last of the record buyers and the DJs, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people on here that put on, and that's yeah. not even talking about like the graph writers. That's not talking about like everyone that's just putting into this. So, hey, we gotta give up and big ups to everyone that's doing their thing this year. And mm-hmm. yeah, shout out Willy Wonka. He's gonna be DJing at the main stage, hey. starting it out right at 11, and probably still on stage when Prof steps out. So yeah, shout out to him. Dem Atlas also gonna be coming back and still doing his downer thing over i believe at the main stage? no he's over at the atmosphere and friends stage yeah he's gonna be on at five o'clock 5 30 hey and of course he's on during the wu-tang clan no. <laughs> that's a tough that's a tough spot to be in him and yeah. Merz, that's that's a tough place to be but hey people will find their way where they need to be and yeah. of course atmosphere and friends let's talk about that for a minute because atmosphere really just changing the dynamics of 
that entire fifth element stage this year mm-hmm. and making it, no, we're not going to be on main stage this year. We're going to basically party with you guys over on the you know fifth element stage. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty special draw because there's a lot of people that are there like specifically for atmosphere mm-hmm. and their love for slug and ant is so large like like i know cats that have their whole discography like on record and shit like that yeah. like people hip-hop is atmosphere so for so many people for better or for worse yeah there's a ton of people there just for atmosphere absolutely and it always felt like super weird with like the main stage just kind of continue to build to be bigger and bigger bigger names mm-hmm. and then atmosphere just kind of wedge right in the middle of all that and yeah everyone always kind of divided like no i'm going to fifth element stage because that's where the real hip-hop's at quote-unquote bullshit so yeah this year i feel like it's a little bit more finely tuned on that so i'm i'm really geeked to see what atmosphere can really do with that Dude, the schedule is fucking packed as it is every year. It is. Like, like I don't even know where to go. I wish I was two people. That's the thing. Like, that's the beauty of sounds Like, there's so much shit happening every which way that even if you get lost, you're in a good place. Yeah. So it's all about time of day. If you do get day. lost or if you're over by the water. Mm-hmm. So we were taking a look at the, the map this year and they switched things around just a tiny bit. So I know that they had like the Soundset Lounge last year mm-hmm. with uh, DJ Lady M and who else was on that? Um, man, there's a grip of uh, DJs over there. I'm spacing already. That's all right. But now this year, that's where the shut up and rap stage is. Okay. So they moved that because I think that was last year they had the open mic. Yeah, they had the, yeah, the little fifth element open mic over at, I believe, over It was up by like the Soundset Village and all the vendors and stuff. Yeah. So now I was kind of expecting the shut up and rap to be up there, you know, like as you're leaving or as you're walking in. Mm Mm-hmm. But they moved it over to where the bathrooms are and where the water is, kind of like at the corner of Carnes and I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be dope to see yeah, them. It's where the Soundset Lounge was last year. Right, and for better or worse, like if you get over in that area, like it's a nice little like midway point. So even if you're trying to like scramble to get to like, oh, I got to go see Brockhampton. Oh, I got to go see Russ. Yeah. I got to, you know, do this and that. It's like, cool. If you're over in that area, if you stop, you're going to hear some dope stuff. Cause it is. It's going to be a nice little oasis. It is. So, of course. Shout out to everybody on that. Yeah. I know that they have the competition. I don't know who's in the competition. Do you? I haven't heard. Like, uh, I haven't been keeping up, but I know they're going to be doing their thing and really representing for all the winners that have been putting on for, you know, uh, the the contest that they've been doing every week, every Thursday out at Modus. And... Yeah, it's been a really beautiful thing to see because you got like Kari Flows coming in, you got Nerdy on there, you got Tay the Nomad, and we also got this next artist here we're going to talk to, goes by the name of JSO Creative, who will really talk about what it's like to, you know, not only perform into that setting, but understand what that environment's like, what the vibe is like, so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess with that being said, you just want to get into this tune right here? Yeah, let's do it. But before we do that, let's uh, take a quick shout out to Mike from Zoo, uh, from Astral Black. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you caught yourself there. Yeah. As from, I feel like we all do the same thing now. Yeah, we got to get used to it, but it's it's a good thing. It's a positive change. And that beat we were listening to a little bit earlier, that is uh, Mike on the beat. That was the instrumental version of Moderation by Greg Grease off of the Motif Number two. Just don't overdo it. I, so, I can't sing like him. No, you can't. But nobody can sing like him. 
It's it's a it's a lovely thing. So yeah, check him out. And he's also gonna be rocking the after party at yeah. uh, First Avenue with Bum B and the whole rest of the Astro Black crew. That's gonna be dope. It very much is. But right now, let's find out about JSO and what she's been doing. Yeah. Because this comes off of the latest album, What's the Hold Up, which if you haven't heard this yet, man, you're just holding yourself up. So let's get into this track right here. It's called Jug, going in right now, right here. Lake Views. was the track Jug off of her new album What's the Hold Up and right now let's find out what's up with 
JSO Creative. And first things first. Let's talk about Shut Up and Rap. Like, you know, you guys actually got a stage this year at Soundset, which is phenomenal for the local scene, as well as for everything that's just been going into this entire like community of artists. And, you know, being a legend in that space. Uh, how would you describe the event for those that have not been able to attend one yet? Oh, well, <clears throat> I, I would say it's probably like this live, this live small spot where you can obviously get this really good fucking beer. Because the beer is all brewed there, and they get some types of beer, and the beer is super good. And then, you know, you get some really dope performances, too. Everybody's pretty, uh, uh what's the word? Uh, everybody's pretty supportive. You know, as supportive as you can be at a competition, you know, the competitors bring a lot of fucking fans and you don't know, you might see some signs there, you might see some masks there, you never know. <clears throat> you might see all types of stuff there from their, uh, from people's supporters, but it's really just a good, good little night full of energy, positivity, fucking skill and talent, all of that. That's what's up. And at the same time, though, it's like the great artist development too for cats that are still like trying to figure out what they need to work on. And you got like a nice panel of judges like telling them what's good. Yeah, yeah, you do. You got all that because as soon as you go up there, they'll tell you right away and they're honest. I remember one one guy got up there and, and the girl was like, I don't wanna hear all this bitches and whole shit <laughs> <laughs> And I was like I was like, yo and 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 you know, when you think about it, that's honest though, like I don't if she doesn't wanna hear that, she doesn't wanna hear that and that's the judge. So you turn into your judge, you turn into your crowd, you know, you got a crowd of women, you got a crowd of fans, you gotta tend to everybody out there. You can't just tend to one spot. And that's what I like about Southern Rap. Southern Rap, it's it's about the lyrics, but it's about the whole shebang. Like you're an artist, so it's about your look. It's about how you adjust the crowd. It's about how you react not on the stage, when you're on the stage, your lyrics, being clean, all of that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I like I liked that because I was like, you gotta have the so you can't just come in here with with the songs, but then not not the not the look. And you can't just come in here with the look, but then not the skill. And then you can't just come in there with the skill without the song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it gives the people home. If you don't bring in, if you don't get your instrumental in, if you don't get your instrumental in time, or if uh, if your instrumental doesn't go through, they either still disqualify you or they'll let you go up there acapella. You go up there acapella. You go up the acapella, everybody got beat. You already know you at the bottom. Oh, absolutely. Like, you better be, like, transcendent with your words. But at the same time, most yep. cats ain't like that. Like, mm-hmm. some, most of them just ride a beat so dependently that they don't even know how to rock. So it's just like, mm-hmm. damn, what are you doing with yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, but it, it, it is a really good time, and I love the competitive energy. I just love how everybody supports everybody. Gives yeah. everybody at least the chance to, to speak to see what they got to say. Oh, no doubt. And at the same time, too, you walked away with the hardware the last season. And really, I did, I did. Yeah, so what I was that? I it up for myself. <laughs> yeah, what was that like, like, walking away, knowing that out of all these people that came into that entire, like, season, you were, like, the grand champ? I mean, it was really satisfying, but it also reminded me that there was more to be done. It's my hometown, you know what I mean? So it's not that I expect to take over my hometown, but I do expect to take over my hometown if I want to go where I want to go. So... Winning Shut Up and Rap was kind of like the first step to me. It put me it put me where I wanted to be on the right path to going to where I want to go. You know what I mean? So it was really it was really satisfying. You know, it's still good. A little surreal at, at, at some points, but it was something that I was always envisioning, and it was something that I was always trying to manifest through my through my own will. So when I finally got it, 
I think I think my universe and I think the things around me. And then I thought about what I need to do to keep this whole wave going. There you go. I was going to say, like, a lot of people kind of get lost in, like, their accomplishments, but you got the right idea where it's like, this is just another step in the progression. So Yeah, no accomplishment, no accomplishment is bigger than, than your dreams. Man, for real. And, and your thing, dream only dies if you let it, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, everyone's, I don't know, that's what it is at the end of the day. Like, you can just rest on your laurels, but at the end of it all, mm-hmm. what do you do? Your life, you're still breathing, what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. you can't say, oh, I want uh, okay, well, I'm the best. I'm not the best. This is Minneapolis. <laughs> right. It's a race. You ain't done with one job just because you won today doesn't mean you won tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not to say that the city is small. It's just to say that this is not the only city. I want to be the best in multiple cities. Mm. <clears throat> I, want to, I want it to be weird when people don't know me. You know what I mean? I was going to say, and the same thing now that it's brought you to Soundset, like, I guess, are you... How are you feeling about like performing at Soundset as an actual performer on a stage? I know, right? Yo, ah, man, I was, I'm excited. That that was one thing I was really excited about, you know, because I said when I went to from rap, I just felt satisfied. But I was, I was ecstatic about that because me and my manager had been talking about it. We had been talking about getting me on Soundset. We were planning for like, next year. We were mm-hmm. like, ah, by next year we should have it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I'll give you the call. And yes, first of all, yes. Now, I said that so fast that I didn't ask him about my guest tickets for my backstage <laughs> passes. So if Augie watches or listens to this, you can hit me up. That way I'll have to get an awkward on you with the amen. What can I get with this performance? You feel <laughs> Come on, be like, hey, where's that backstage pass? You know, for the culture. Right. Come on, one time. All right. Yeah. I didn't really even ask for nothing. I was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was, I that's why I told you, I was like, I told you before we started interview, like, I don't even know if I'm going to get a ticket. I might have to call him and be like, hey, man, yo, is this going to lock me out? <laughs> or, yo, what's up? Yo, you think you can call somebody to come down to the gate and get me? <laughs> right. You just get at least VIP or something. Yeah, something. Uh, I'm, I think I was telling like two days before, like, bro, what's up with the, what's up with the ticket? Like, where do I need to get my fiance ticket? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, that's got to be in place. Like, your name's on the flyer, so at least you got, like, some, like, clout to throw around, but at the same time, yeah. you, you're in there. Like, you're on the Somebody bill. told me, somebody told me I was on the, uh, I was on the official site. I was like, oh, no, I got to get a ticket. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be doing you dirty like that if you're being promoted. Yeah, like, on the actual soundset site. Yeah, like you just saw your shit earlier today. It has your showtime and everything at like 2 p.m. So it's like shit. Yeah, I need an ID when they talk to about it. So, <laughs> so, that, so that when I come out, I'm like, oh, my real name. <laughs> it's, I'm really me. Same time, though, you're doing a lot right now with just dropping the new project. And congrats mm-hmm. by that because everything on it, it, like front to back, it slaps. Like, you got some of the best in the city on this. You are just sending your energy every which way on it. Like you're saying some real shit as well as like mm-hmm. really vibing out on some and really just really taking it to new levels that I don't feel people are really on yet. So I appreciate that. Man, for real. Like honestly, this is one of the best like local projects this year and definitely in my top 20. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. I was honestly just making songs that I could fuck with. The songs that I really like. That's what I basically put out. Songs that I like of my own. 
And I was just hoping that everybody else would like buy. I, I had got this bro. I didn't care. I was like, these are songs that I like. They're going out. If nobody in the state fussing, I'm I'm gonna move. <laughs> but but I'm glad I'm glad everybody is just liking it. Yeah, like I was gonna say, like how long has this thing been in the works? Man, this thing has actually been in the works for about a year. A year? Actually. Mm-hmm. It's taking about a year on it. And some of the songs are actually about a year old. Like uh Thugging on that, Thugging on that on that mixtape is from last summer. I did that last summer. Where it goes. Okay, okay. Uh, free that free that innocent man. My uh my homeboy Ghost, the dude that's uh that's on the mixtape, he just got he just got taken in custody the other day, so oh, we're praying we praying on him to get out and be safe and everything like that right now. No doubt. Much love and blessings on his name for sure. Yeah, always. Yeah. Free that innocent man. Yeah, but you know we took a lot of time and we were trying to be patient. Some songs didn't make it on there, so everybody can expect a, a few more songs that are that are really really good. Some of my favorite songs didn't make it on there, just off of features and stuff like that. But we're gonna be putting them on the next project and. I'm I'm really excited for that as well. Okay. Well, shit. Okay. At the same time, you felt very comfortable on this one. Like, you were saying a lot of great stuff from, you know, like, going on pause to, like, all the way into, like, uh, Waste No Time. Like, everything on the hell, even Goals with Novi, like, that shit still bangs. Yo, Goals, I got to thank Novi one more time just just uh, just out in the open on the podcast because Goals was, was a lot of just his, his concept of me putting my verse on it. Oh. Which is kind of what I wanted it to be. And he sent me, yeah, he sent me the song over, and I was like, "Bro, this is crazy." He asked me what I wanted to do, and I said, "Bro, just, just do whatever you want to do, but make it, make the concept, you know, the the change energy that I got on the uh for the mixtape, and just make sure it's about like come up." And he ended up putting up putting up goals, and I was like, "Yeah, this is crazy." Yeah, so. but like everything about it, like from the like uh the hook on that shit. Like I got some ghosts on my wrist, and it just like flows all right there, just butter. Yeah, like, it was it was dope. And then you came through and just basically started listing everything off, like going in. Yeah, put all the cash in the mattress. <laughs> yeah, we were we had a lot of fun with that, putting yeah. songs back and forth. I'm hoping I can get out there and get a video with with him for that song. So y'all should look out for that because we're putting a lot of work into that. No doubt. And the same time, though, I also want to commend you on the track Low Key with, like, uh, Collegeville Woods on that shit. Like, Oh, man. Okay, yeah. It was produced by Collegeville Woods, and then uh, the second feature on there is, is my homie Jake. Jake, yeah. The yeah. first one is Breathing Too Fresh or Young Midas. And that, yeah, that's about a year old, too. That was from last year, too. For real? That one, that sounds fresh as hell. Like, it just came out, like, in one night type shit. Nah, man, we did that. Uh, we did that last summer. Well, shit, damn, you've really been on this. But at the same time, yeah, like everything about this project, like I guess, what was the hardest part about putting this whole thing out? Like, was there one verse that was a little bit too tough? Like, was there one beat that was just a little bit too raw? Or what was good? What's the worst thing? Uh, I think that... my hardest, the hardest part about putting this all together probably was the um, was the features, just getting everybody together for the features. Like I said, I picked two songs that I really want to put on there because of features. So my hardest part was getting everybody together and getting the features. I had the right idea with Sick, because I was like, Nazini Spencer, studio student, we're just going to get in the fucking studio. <laughs> we're yeah. all in the studio at the same time. I'm not sending it off to either. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I'm not sending it off to anyone. We're going to all get in the studio and vibe because there's too many of us. <laughs> if there's just one of them, I probably would have sent it. Like, if it was just like, it was just like student, I probably would have just sent it off to him. 
but also I didn't want to get a studio and get a studio because I don't know the energy is different. Songs become a little bit more uh, cinematic, I, I would say, oh, as I opposed be- to sending it off. Oh, I believe that. There's definitely yeah. a certain sum that comes with like actually being there, the physical presence that just kind of builds. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what we did for that one. And and that's that's what I wish I would have just called like this. Novi just worked out well. He's a pro, so just just professionally he did he did exactly what we need to do. And, but I wish we could have got I, I wish I could have got two more songs to you guys for sure. But you know, that was that was definitely the hardest part. Everything else was, was you know, I, I hate saying this because people people didn't assume that it's super easy, but everything was a little bit easier. Yeah, and it's just, you can tell that I took a lot of trips for this uh, for this mix day. <laughs> I believe it. In the same time, I heard you took quite a trip, just like linking up with Troy Left, because not only did you have like you know the one sign this uh, was a drop it, and then you mm-hmm. also had the EP together four and a quarter. Like, what is yeah. it about like you and Troy Left? Like, why you guys like work so well? Like, what's the chemistry you like? Know, Yo, okay, so first of all, I write fucking fast, and I, and I, like, I engineer like shit. Well, not like shit, but like, like, insane shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I I engineer like I don't want to sleep or eat or, or live. <laughs> okay. So Troy, so, so Troy, like, Troy will, you know, just, he'll do, like, a whole bunch of takes or something, and I'll have, I'll already have my, my, verse written for whatever reason I just write really fast like that and then I'll go and I'll do my verse and he'll get in and he'll he'll do like four takes of something or four, four or five takes of, of something sometimes they're different sometimes they're all the same and I'll go in there and top it up and we get songs done in about two or three hours <clears throat> so we work so damn fast together and then on top of that the sound that comes out of uh, his studio I love it so it just creates this, this dope ass chemistry between us and then I don't know. I think it's just because he has Drake voice too. Plus, we're cool as fuck. He's a he's an awesome person. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's he's honest and helpful and everything like that. And I just like to be around positive. I just like to be around good vibes, positive vibes. Absolutely. So it helps the whole dynamic of creating things when you know I'm supportive and he's supportive, and then and then we're also talented, but then we're also like skillful, and then we're also kind of quick, so we can get a lot done. And it sounds really good. We got a, we got a whole other tape. Y'all don't want to hear it at all. <laughs> what do you mean? It'll ruin your perspective on the world. Because <laughs> it's so dope. It's actually it's, it's my favorite tape right now, and we're still finishing it. But the first like the first like three songs is crazy. Okay, well, shit, if that's the case, I already knew like you guys were cooking something up with like four and a quarter. But damn, I didn't know it was like that. Yeah, four and a quarter was light compared to this, and I would I would drop the uh, the name for you guys, but I I don't want Troy to get upset. <laughs> I I get it, I get it. I Keep know, it under wraps. I know I would. I know I would if you dropped the name on the podcast. Like, I'm even gonna drop the name to see. We're not even done yet, bro. Fuck it, put it out. I'm just gonna see you. <laughs> put the fucking pressure on it. Like, ah, oh, fuck, we gotta do this like mad quick, as now people are gonna start asking about it. Hell yeah, I can say this though. I am gonna do one of the songs that's on the tape. Uh, at Soundset. So I am going to do one of the songs on the new tape at Soundset, and I'm going to drop it the day of Soundset, so like in the morning. Okay, okay. Well, so I shit. Can, I can save that. I can save that. <laughs> well, I'll hold you to it, I guess. Damn. I guess next thing, too, okay. is how you going to sneak him in. Oh, man, you guys are going to love it. I'm excited to do it. That's how I know. Oh, I'm geeked. 
I guess with everything being said, you know, there's a lot of things in the motion, a lot of things in the air. I guess what's on the horizon outside of this project? What do you want people to know about what you're cooking up right now? Um, I just want people to know that I'm, I'm on, I'm on my own way. I'm not really trying to do anything anybody else is doing, and I'm not gonna stop until I get exactly where I want to go. And where I want to go doesn't end in L.A. like anybody else. <laughs> okay, that, I ain't mad at that. Get out when you can, but at the same yeah. time, you're making the music right now that's definitely paving the way for that dream. So keep it up. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, man. You know I will. Crazy, motherfuckers coming up to me like, how the fuck you do this? How the fuck you do that? Like, they think this shit happened overnight? It's crazy. Ay, they really think this shit happened overnight? Like, what the fuck? Ay, ay, then put ay, some gold on ay, my list. On my list. Ay, then put ay, some gold on ay, my wrist. On my wrist. Ay, I dreamt ay, of days just ay, like this. Just ay, like this. That ay, I would pop like ay, that thing on ay, my hip. It's on my hip. Whoa. I put ay, some goals on ay, my list. Ay, on my list. Fucking Gucci, spend your money for the rent on some booty. I put some goals on my list, on my list. Then put some gold on my wrist, on my wrist. I dreamt of days just like this, just like this. That I would pop like that thing on my hip, it's on my hip. Whoa. I put some goals on my list, on my list. Then put some gold on my wrist, on my wrist. And a big wet fan with a big mouth, he don't talk much, but he swim good. Big ass pool, he ain't live good. Now he live good. Why is you tripping? This shit is mammy, not giving. I put my mind on this mission and got to the vision. They wanna shine, I got glisten, but they do not listen. This more than love is commitment. I put some goals on my list, on my list. Then put some gold on my wrist, on my wrist. I dreamt of days just like this, just like this. That I would pop like that thing on my hip, it's on my hip. Am I right? 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 Am I right?
Pyro, she's doing her thing. Yeah, represent. Wasn't really paying attention, but now I need to. Yeah. She's actually going to be rocking the spot over at the last the record buyers stage over at the Essential Elements tent early on in the day. So, man, shout out. I'm looking forward to see what she can do because, man, the stuff that she's been putting on her SoundCloud is pretty dope, actually. Dude, I'm pretty excited for pretty much the whole uh essential elements tent especially the production showcase there's a lot of dope people on it this year as usual track girls on there who did not realize he making bangers for everybody everybody like doing a song king chip to belly and yeah nav all of them like damn she's like low-key really just blowing up we got the opus uh that's mr echoes and weight from chicago yeah who forget about you know techniques that's right techniques we got boo boo as well dj ari atari bailey 26 kogan spencer joels um we also have kelsey pyro who we just listened to again yeah. shout out to everybody else on there uh sick trim slick trim Sick trim. Sick trim. They're going to be on there as well. Yeah, Laser Beak, Paper Tiger. Yeah. Maybe you heard them. Maybe you haven't. Mm-hmm. Part of a little crew known as Shredders. Shredders. And yeah. then also just shout out to Big Quarters again because they're putting it all together, bringing really dope producers to the light of Soundset every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really appreciate that shit. Absolutely. And of course, on top of that, there's a lot of dope local DJs on this year. You got DJ Roshin, you got Mike2600, you got Willy Wonka, as we said earlier. Yeah. Man. Uh, Jimmy Two Times is there, too. He's going to be spinning on the Ascent, or over at the Shut Up and Rap stage with uh, DJ Advance as well. Yeah, DJ Bonix, too, mm-hmm. coming through. DJ D Mill and DJ On the wheels of steel. Ray Mills. Hey. Is, is Ray Mills, who is Ray Mills? Is that his brother? No. Oh. No. No. <laughs> two separate two separate families but okay. you know same like pedigree you know yeah. i know what it is okay when you're a dj it's all love it's all the same shit yeah but yeah definitely doing big things for the city and as you heard there shut up and rap is doing a lot for that so hey yeah, if you want to find out. out about you know the best of the city and who's really like next on the come up go check it out i definitely recommend it you can check out jso creative she's going to be on at 2 p.m at the shut up and rap stage there you go yeah should be dope and yeah, at the same time, yeah, as we were saying, like, there's a lot of like great local talent on this. You know, the Lioness, she's been hard at work doing everything for this next project, which should be able to blow her up to the next level because she's just too dope to just be kicking it around here. Like, no diss to everyone that's dope and kicking it around here, but Lioness has got something that I feel like not enough people are actually like warranting their attention. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating as hell because it's like, have you seen her live? Have you heard what she's trying to say? She's not like doing no bullshit or anything. Yeah. It's like real, real shit. So I don't know. There's something special there. And of course, you can check that out over at the Atmosphere and Friends stage at yeah. around, what was it like? 1220. 1220. She's yeah. going to be on right after OG Grip. So you want to stick around, see both of those. Yeah, just stick around all day on that. That's just a good spot to be at. Yeah. But of course, we'll talk more with Grip in a minute. But yeah, I don't know who you all like excited to see. I'm pretty excited for Erica Badu, honestly. I 
I don't know. There's just so much. It's hard. I'm, I haven't even like figured out what the plan is at all. You know, you what haven't I mean? gone down the app and just like started starting. <laughs> no. All right, what do I need yeah. to start buzzing in my pocket like every five seconds? Because I always feel like if I do that, I end up having a bad time trying to like make it to everything. Mm-hmm. And last year, I just kind of let it flow a little bit more, and I had a really good time. Yeah, like, I mean, I have a good time every year, but I felt less stressed last year than I did in previous years. Right. Because, yeah, there's so much shit happening. You just got to appreciate it as you go because you can never see everything a sound set at once. But you could do it. You can you could work your ass off to get to most spots. Mm-hmm. So It's know. pretty interesting. They gave the lineup this year is an hour starting from 4.30 on. Good. Everybody has an hour. Well, that's just legends right there. You got yeah. Wu-Tang doing 25th anniversary of Enter the Wu-Tang, Dude. 36 Chambers. Yeah. Shit, let that sink in. We're getting pretty much everyone but ODB. And I'm not even actually ruling out the fact that Young DB might be in the building. So that's fucking phenomenal. And after seeing Wu-Tang on my first show, trust me, it is worth the hype. It is fucking just beautiful to see. Like, you're really going to get into the fucking Chambers, man. I'm saying, Screlly can't fuck this one up. Hmm. And then you also got... It's just a good year for like... Yeah. Rhapsody's back after she's on the main stage after tearing down the Fifth Element stage back yeah. at Canterbury Park. Yeah, a couple of years back. It's just saying, like, it's just dope to see her actually get to that level. Yeah, do you As, think Ninth Wonder is going to be behind her? I would be surprised he if he is not. was there at the Fifth Element stage. If he I was. Remember right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, if you watch the Rapture documentary. They're they're together basically all the time. Like, they do everything. Yeah, like, yeah. he's, like, literally more than just, you know, a producer. He's, like, kind of a manager of sorts. Yeah. But she's got a whole team. So, hey, shout out to Ninth Wonder. And, of course, I don't know, I'm geeked about Jaden Smith. Like, there's a lot of hype around him. He's an icon living. He is an icon living. There's something special there that is next level type shit. Like, I fuck with Brock Hampton, but... I feel like Jaden, I'm just a little bit more excited because there's something there that... I fuck with Jaden because, I mean, like, he's making pretty exciting music as a, like, a fucking 18-year-old. He's a little younger than that even, I think, huh? I think he's over 18 at this point. Okay, well, he's pretty young, and he's making really exciting music, and he already has the platform built in. So, like, just moving forward, like, I can't even imagine what he and Willow... I can't even imagine what they're going to do in the future. It's They're, like up there with donald glover as like the forefront of music I no think. doubt yeah. yeah he was like featured on uh the Kawhi ep for uh gambino's project yeah where he was the boy so he's like narrating a lot of the things in between so you can see like the same like forward thinking that you know uh childish gambino was at and now as they both evolve and everyone's starting to finally embrace donald glover for the genius that he is yeah like it's only a matter of time before that comes right back around on Jaden because Batman, 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 that shit goes. <laughs> like Sire is a fucking gem. So man, I'm geeked on that. And, and then, then Tyler, the creator too. Yeah. Shit. He's kind of in that same vein of like, all right, he was raucous as fuck way back when he was youth culture. And the same time now he's starting to polish it out, really just find himself yeah. and make music that he really wants to just ride to. Cause it's, it's a beautiful like springtime vibe. Yeah. Like three years ago when Tyler, the creator, well, it's been longer than that now. Hasn't this it? has been a little longer. Than that. Well, you know, like when Tyler, the creator first came on the scene, it was like, I fuck with this, but then like, I see the flaws in it because he's so young and things like that. And that's but kind that of was exactly the- how I feel about Jaden too. I'll, all right. I say that Jaden's slightly more polished, but at the same time, it's like two different extremes where Tyler, the creator, is like 
he was meant to be just the raw in your face sucker punch you after you know a house party type yeah. shit. Yeah, I, I I agree. I don't think they're the same musically or any no, sort of like. It's the same vibe though. Same vibe though. Like I dislike the same things about Jaden's music. Okay. That I did about Tyler's music is like basically it's not for me. I'm too fucking old. <laughs> oh, give it time though. Yeah, give it exactly. Time, so like you know, three or four years from now, I think Jaden Smith is gonna really come into himself. Sire really shows the growth, yeah. but at the same time, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. And then who could forget Migos? Mm. Come on, come on. You know, Culture One and Two. That's just just banging. Like this, one of the biggest groups in the world. I don't care if you call it mu- you call it hip hop, you call it music, whatever the fuck line you draw in the sand. Migos is one of those groups that you need to fucking get excited about. And I don't get why people are mad about it. Like it's the same people that get mad about you know just having like big name stars show up to like sounds at each year. So I don't really know what to say. Yeah, what do you want? Like this has got to get bigger in some some space. Absolutely. And all those people that are mad about Migos can just go see Atmosphere at the Atmosphere and Friends stage. There you go. It's a great alternative there. Go over there, kick it. But at the same time, if you want to, you know, get if you want to twist it like some stir fry, Hmm. you know, I'll be over there. You know where to find me. But yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day and a lot of great acts like J.I.D. Shit. Yeah. That dude has got so much potential wielding behind him. Like, I don't even know where to start. So it's gonna be great all the whole lineup as always. Westside Gun and Conway, come yeah. on, bringing it back to that boom back in the next level. Young and Mace that make you say ooh. Evidence really just rocking that whether or not album. Yeah. Hyrule hieroglyphics. Yo, all Man, of them. I'm I'm gonna be geeked when they do like uh 93 till infinity because that if you believe it or not, that's also 25 years this year too. Hmm. So let that shit sink in because that's monumental in its own right. That's crazy to think. Both coasts, 25 years. Hey, yeah. at the same time, Wu-Tang forever. Yeah. I roll forever too, but I don't know. I guess let's get into this next interview because this young MC, like he's an upstart in the game, but he's been out here. He's been putting in work for a long time, and now it's finally starting to shine. So I don't know if you've been rocking with him since Lynchpin. You've been rocking with him before that. Or if you're ready for the lurking and beyond. I'm saying OG Grip has been that dude out here. So you know what? We really got to find out and represent what he's representing for us. So I don't know. Let's get into the title track. This is lurking right here. Putting that work in on Lakeviews. Nigga, what he want? I'm about to get that nigga what he want. Walk through the door with the mud. With the mud. Dolo, dolo. Just 
just in case a nigga wanna flex. Yeah. I'm solo. Feet hanging out of the wheel. He don't know though. Ran up on him. Kinda slow though. Put the pistol right to his chin. Face in my no Niggas don't know when to end. Or let it go so. I reload. Take FOMO. I get low. Nigga can't afford to see the popo, bitch. Niggas out chillin' on the block. Somebody about to get shot. You can tell by the way them niggas move. All huddle up and disperse when they see the cops. Everybody know them niggas mean business. Nobody do a damn thing. Nobody do a damn thing. Niggas wanna keep their brain. They lurkin', lurkin'. On five in the morning when your baby's on sleep. They lurkin', sleepin'. Early in the morning when your baby mama creep. They lurkin', lurkin'. Right next to your door Pistol drool out And they about to let it go Blow, blow, blow You know they lurking What you mean? I could tell that he needed some green. some green So I told the motherfucker that I had 15 You could get it in the A.M. Smoke. Smoke All you gotta do is come through Grab the thing and come through yeah. Then we make it do what it do yeah. Meet me at the homegirl crib yeah. DuPont Northside yeah. shit Be careful cause she gonna have a kid yeah. So you know that we gotta be sweet Meet me at the back door shit yeah. Then we hung up All in his pockets, yeah. Took a nigga's chains and his guns, shit. Yeah. Was it fun, shit? Fun. Was it business? Business? No, it was blood, shit, yeah. Nigga robbed my cousin, so we ended. Fuck him. And that was the title track off his latest project, Lurkin'. And right now, we are sitting down and finding out what it's all about with the one and only OG Grip. So. Well, first things first, man, you know? You're one of the few local representatives that are going to be, you know, showing out for the Twin Cities in Minnesota at Soundset this year. And it's kind of crazy to see you, like, hit, like, this platform after seeing you, like, freestyle for Sway way back when. So, shit, what does this mean for you, being on the bill this year? Um, it's a blessing, bro. It's, um, it's an honor. It's something that, you know, you work and you put up, you know, you're working and when you work and you're not thinking about all the things that are going to come from the work, you know what I mean? You have your own goals and aspirations. And if you're from Minnesota, you obviously want to perform or would love to perform at Soundset. So it's a big thing for all of us uh, as artists, that I, all the artists I know anyway. And um, so it was an honor just to get a, you know, an email or a call or a message about being able to perform uh, this year and uh, see that there aren't that many Minnesota artists on there this year representing that that also, you know, it just it makes that much more special. You know, so uh, uh I don't know, man, it's a blessing. I'm I'm elated and I'm happy, uh, I'm humbled. And uh, you know, shout out Ryan Sayers, uh shout out Rose, like that. I'm I'm excited though. It's a, it's a blessing and uh, I look forward to killing that stage. <laughs> so is there anyone on the bill that you're looking forward to see as, you know, a performer? Yeah, uh Ice T, The Woo, Erica Badu, Raw, uh, Russ, um, pretty much everybody, man. Like for the most part, everybody. I just like music, so I'm not a um, 
I'm not one of them people that only listen to hip hop or only listen to my music or only listen to this genre. I was uh, born in Africa, West Africa, so I was raised on a lot of different. You know, I grew up listening to country music when my mother was cleaning up and all that type of stuff. So you know what I mean. I I just want to see what Thompson has to offer this year from uh, um, this vantage point. Oh. You know, the time I've been there before, it's been you know more as a fan and walking through, still experiencing it, but not really doing too much more, not going backstage, not being, not you know, not performing or anything like that. So I just want to see what it has to offer from from this side, and uh, hopefully, you know, not the last time. Hey, that's always the key. Once it gets put in the door, man, how do you keep that shit open? I mean, work. I believe that it works. I think that's the answer. Like you said earlier, um, for me starting and then to be at this at this point right now, to, you know, to be blessed to be on Soundset, it's um, the only thing that I've done different and not necessarily even different, but the only thing that I did more of that was work. You know what I mean? I just did a lot more work. I put a lot more time, a lot more effort, and a lot more um, investment, not just financial investment, but just all-around investment in myself and in my craft, you know what I mean, and what I say I want to do and what I believe I'm supposed to do. So I just really just worked, and that's the, you know, that's all I'm going to keep doing, man, just working. Hey, that's, that's a major jewel right there. And, you know, you've been pretty consistent at your grind, man, like from linchpin to lurking. You've been just like doing nonstop everything in succession and just continue to take the city by storm and making people that don't know you pay attention. So, hey, you're doing it, man. But at the same time, I got to ask you, though, there was a little bit of a hiatus uh, before linchpin, man. What was that all about? Yeah, uh, it was it was life, man. Uh, really, I, after... Uh, let's see, it was 96, 97, I don't know what what year it was. It was a long time ago, I had went out to Florida and, and uh, lived out in Vegas, and then I ended up in Florida, Pensacola, and I was doing some stuff with Roy Jones. I was supposed to do some more things other than what we ended up doing with Roy Jones, but that fell through, and I came back home, and then um, I had a bad taste in my mouth about music. Uh, I did some stuff when I came back. We did the Killer Grip stuff and all that stuff in 2000 and whatever it was, 2001. And then I did some stuff in like 2003, and um, and I did some stuff where I was just you know on a couple people's projects, you know what I mean. My cousin got me on the song Dodi Five Verse and Peace Dodi Five, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. He got me on the record, and uh, that kind of got me back into really getting back serious a little bit. But it wasn't like full fledged or nothing. It just actually made me feel, yeah, I still love rapping, you know. And um, but in, in between that time, I had a couple babies every day, or so I, I you know. So I to get that whole thing together uh, with being a father. I, had, I didn't have kids at the time uh, before that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had to get that whole thing together. And I'm still, you know, working and getting all that stuff together. You know, that's always a constant growing, you know, learning and evolving. So I'm still getting better with that. But it was just really that, man. And then having to feel comfortable enough to, to come out and, and not be whatever is going on right now. You know what I mean? I just had to get back to loving music and, and wanting to, you know what I mean, express myself. And I, I had to find some things that I wanted to say that were different because I wasn't living the same life I was living before, you know. So it was just a bunch of those, you know, more of those things. And and, and um, just figuring myself out, I guess, a lot more, you know, just trying to learn myself a little bit more. And then, um, like I said, once I got on the record with Dodie and then 
Uh, um, a little bit after that, a friend of mine, of course, sent me some music. When I told him that I wanted to get back into rapping, and, and you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that says something, I wanted to get back serious, not back into it, but get back serious. I'm one of those guys that well, I'll say something to people in order so they can hold me accountable. You know what I mean? If I want to do something, I'll say something to people in hopes that they hold me accountable. As you know, because I'm, I'm going to try to hold myself accountable, but it's always better when um, someone else that I respect is like, hey, you said you were going to do this, and you sent me some music, so I did that music. I know it's a little bit of a long-winded answer, but I did that music. Um, I, I did something to that, and that was the first thing that I, I recorded for Lynchpin. And then um, something else happened, and then I recorded Number One Hustler. And after I recorded Number One Hustler, I was like, okay, I'm really ready to start really getting serious about this. And, uh, you know, just made some tasks with myself, you know, wrote a bunch of goals down, some things that I needed to do and wanted to do. Um, and I, I've been doing those things, but sticking to them. So, like I said, the, the work part of it has just been working. And uh, I've been getting blessed with getting a lot of good people around me that, that's been helping along the way. You know, so uh, shout out to all of them. Too many people tonight, but shout out to all of them. They know who they are. Man, that's real. Because you got to have a good, strong support system, a good team behind you to, you know, help you continue on it. Because life does happen. It will throw you for a curve. But you need people, like, put you right back on track, man. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, you're talking about, like, you know, Lynchpin, where you're just getting that spark kind of rolling again. And Lurkin, on the other hand, this is a full project that really just shows, like, your growth, shows potential, and shows what you're capable of doing right now. I guess, what was the process like on this one in comparison to Lynchpin? Well, Lurkin was... uh after I did Lynch and Lynchman, uh, uh, I ended up going on tour with Scarface, and that was a, you know, Scarface was one of my idols, first and foremost. So shout out to Scarface, uh, shout out to Scarface, Chris, uh, you know, um, all of them. They really embraced me when we went on tour, and I learned a lot just hanging around with Scarface all the time and talking with him and picking his brain. So I learned a whole bunch, um, and playing games and acting crazy. So it was just a moment for me to actually Learned a lot about touring because I didn't spend a lot of time going out and kicking it. Really what I did was just sit next to Starface and the people that I wanted to be around. I met DMX on my birthday along with Swiss Beats and um, FOG, a bunch of people that I met. And they all came out for my birthday and we all kicked it in, in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. So I had all these different experiences and I wanted to do something like that. Next one was like, it took a, a really long time to come up with that whole body of work. So... There was really not one theme behind Lynchpin, you know, so what I wanted to do with Lurkin was have a theme. And my daughter actually said I should call the album Lurkin, so shout out to my daughter, Shimani. Uh, she said I should name the album Lurkin. And then uh, after the tour, I was in California for a while, and Starface's son, Chris, took me up with uh, Turn Me Up Josh. And Turn Me Up Josh does, uh, he's doing a lot of stuff for everybody in the industry, the engineer, as well as a producer, as well as an artist. He makes a master uh Fast and Furious, he makes the master the the T Grizzly and Dirt. He's doing he's done everybody. He's been working with everybody. Uh but so he introduced me to him. I recorded the lurking song with him in California and then once I did that, I was like, Okay, this is the theme I wanna have behind the album, you know, the dark not necessarily dark and slow and, and mundane, but more dark not not dark in the sense of uh, super uh, uh murderous or anything like that. But just, you know, with the feel of it and the, the subject matter, you know what I mean? So, and then even with some of the sounds, but it's still, I wanted to have some upbeat songs on there, some things that you can actually party or kick it to. And obviously, uh, you know what I'm saying, the whole OG thing, I'm always going to say something that's going to mean something. But uh, 
I really didn't start after I did the lurking right now, but I did two records, and after I did those records, I was like, uh, all right, well, this sounds good for the uh, theme for a theme, you know what I mean, and the whole lurking aspect of it. So uh, I came home back to Minnesota. Really didn't, I did a lot of shows, but I really didn't do too much recording. I built a studio at home and everything else, but I didn't do too much recording. And then um, I got with my uh, significant other, and when I got with her, uh, uh, as soon as I got with her, she supports me to go downstairs to record all the time because she's always just say, you're not recording, and you got a whole studio down there. So that was, that's what made me finally get down there. And then I flew Josh back out here, and we really got busy with the album. Reached out to, uh, you know, some of the people that are on the album, people that I respect, and we really did a lot of music. I got some stuff that I did with Muja that nobody heard from when I was recording for that project. We did, I don't know, 50-some songs, I think. And then I just picked some of those songs, well, I, you know, because I didn't want to have over 13 songs because uh, of Lurkin. Once we got, once I got the, the songs and the feel of it and, and it flowed nice to me, then we put the project uh-huh. together and uh, I decided to release it. We shot a bunch of videos for it. And uh, it's been going good so far. This has been opening up, opening up a whole new set of doors. So, um, like I said, it's been a blessing. You know, like, Lynchpin took me on tour. Lurking so far, got me getting on Soundset and uh, South by Southwest and a bunch of other things and dealing with this company, My My Music. And, you know, so it's like every, like I said, the work with the work, every project and every time I put a little more in um, because of growth or knowledge or whatnot, I get so much more out. So, I, um, yeah, man, it's, it's a learning experience as well, and, and it's fun. <laughs> so I'm enjoying it, man. I'm enjoying all of it. As you should, man. Like, hell, you have legends at your birthday, man. That's that's amazing. Yeah, man, I had a cool conversation with DMX, and, you know, I had a bunch of conversations with Faith. Um, we still talk, you know, now. Um, um you know, and it's, we, it was it was strange, man. <laughs> to say the least, it was strange because, like I said, Face is actually really my idol. You know what I mean? And I've met him like two, three times before, um, from being 17 years old. You know what I mean? Throughout the years, 17, 20 some years old, whatever. And then, mm-hmm. uh, so when we met this time around, we had a chance. Now that you know, like we knew each other more, and we had a chance to talk. We got a chance to talk about a lot of different times that I was actually there. So he would bring up certain things, and I would be like, oh, yeah, and then this, that, and that happened. And he would look at me like, man, so you've been around all along. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then we did a record together as well, too. So that's also on the uh, Lurking Project. Um, the song Them Days featuring uh, Jack Freeman, who was uh, also on Starface. Second to last project he dropped, because he just dropped kind of part two of the Deeply Rooted, but it's off the Deeply Rooted Project. And yeah. Jack Freeman is a beautiful singer. We just did some stuff in him and South by too. Um, yeah. yeah, I was gonna so, say it doesn't. It's not every day that some dude just comes down to Houston to kick it with Scarface. So there's like there's definitely some history there. And now that I hear this, like wow, that's how you got the pass. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he actually when I, when we first did the record, we actually did the record before I went on tour. And, uh, I did. A, he came to Minnesota and I opened up for him. And, and when he came to Minnesota. And a friend of mine, Chip Entertainment, brought uh, brought him up here. So I asked Chip to ask him if he was down to do a record. And then we were supposed to do it in Minnesota, long story short. We were supposed to do it in Minnesota. They ended up having to leave to go to Arizona. I tried to tell him I was flying back to Minnesota, back to Arizona. Then he was like, uh, I talked to, you know, if they would say to do the song. They said they had to leave. Uh, his manager, Rico, was like, yeah, just uh, send it to me and I'll get him to do it. I told him that 
we can't do it together, I don't want to do it, which is out of character for me. <laughs> well, I was like, if we can't do it together, then I don't want to do it. And then he was like, well, when can you come out to Arizona? I was like, I can come out to Arizona whenever. You know, I mean, uh, he was like, to Houston, I was like, tonight. Then he was like, uh, well, we got to go to Arizona. I was like, I come to Arizona. Then he was like, well, no, nah, just let's do it after the holidays. So this was like December 22nd. So I didn't want to call him on the first. Didn't want to call him on the second. So I called him on the fourth and was like, what's up? You know, and I thought that it was going to be just a situation where it was just kind of like, you know, whatever. Like, they kind of forgot. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I called, I was like, he was like, can you come out? Can you be out here by the 7th? Because he's free on the 7th. I was like, hell yeah. So <laughs> I went out there. I flew out there, and then uh, we did the song. And then when I was flying home, we did the record. I stayed out there for like a day. We did the record. I came. I was flying home. I was in Dallas in the, on a connected flight, getting ready to get on a connected flight. He called me like, hey, I got rehearsals. You should come and hang out for rehearsals. And this is right after we did the song. It was my first <laughs> time really, truly meeting him. Yeah. I was just like that. I should have stayed in Houston. You know, and I was contemplating going back, and I was just like, well, shit, I'm already on the plane, getting ready to get on the plane and go home. He was like, damn, all right. But then, like, a week or two weeks after that, uh, uh, his manager called me. He called me, and then his manager called me, like, yo, hey, what you think about going on tour? And I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and then that's the one we built the relationship. So we did the record, the record and the time that we spent doing the record, because we were actually running each other for probably like seven hours. So the time we spent doing the record was, uh, that, that, that bit of time, you know, we talked about family and everything else. So that, that little bit of bonding time is what, so, you know, made it possible for, for them to even know me enough to want to extend that olive branch to me, you know what I mean? To say, you want to go on a tour. So, you know, and looking back, if I had never said, if we can't do it together, I don't want to do it. I would have just been another dude sending him a record. Right. You know what I'm saying? I would have just been another cat that sent him a record. He would have did the record, sent it back. I would have a record with Starface, but no relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never gotten a chance to conversate me. So I, I, as just a piece of advice, I always tell everybody when they ask, if you got an opportunity to do a record with, whether it's your idol or whether it's just another artist that's, any artist, even if they're not in a better position than you, if you've got an opportunity to do um, any music with anyone, do it with that person. Even though we got all this technology, doing the record with that person, you know, creates a million more opportunities than just sending it, unless you already have a relationship with that person. You know what I mean? But if you're, you're trying to build a relationship where you, you, there's somebody you want to learn something from, go and sit with that person, you know, try to schedule it, be a stand-up enough person yourself, because, you know, if they have a schedule, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's one thing that I, I learned, like being on tour, you know, being a free prime, being punctual, being mindful of other people's time and even getting on the bus on time to get out of there to get to the next place. So there's just a bunch of different things that I learned on tour that, you know, I owe it to that whole staff and that whole organization over there with all of them because it was more than just faith. So, you know, like I said, I met a lot of people dealing with face and he, he I think he purposely called those people because they were actually in that city at the time. But I think he intentionally called them um because it was my birthday. Because he just kept saying that the whole time, like, yeah. Uh uh he just kept every time he kept coming from the back like, Guess who else is coming? Guess who else is coming? You know what I mean? And then when they got there he just kept telling them it was my birthday and then at the end of the night he was like, So is this the best birthday you had? <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah. 
I think kind of did it intentionally. And uh, I met Money B on tour, and Money B from Digital Underground, who is a super close friend of mine. You know what I mean? I, I pick his brain about things every day, almost. You know what I mean? We talk a lot, and uh, he's been helping me. He came. He actually was in Minnesota for my release of Lurking. He came out here and uh, rocked out with me and stuff. So that was beautiful. It's been a journey so far, man. I'm interested to see where else is going. Like I said, it's been all positive, man. All great things happening. I've built a bunch of good relationships that, you know, um, different radio stations, you know, here with, you know, Go, KMJ, obviously, um, just a bunch of different radio stations and people and, and uh, we own records and, you know what I'm saying, Minnesota Fats who's been like a, 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 a little big brother, you know what I mean, just a bunch of people, um, Cookie Monroe, Dutch Ruger, it's just a bunch of people that I've been meeting that I've met along the journey so far that have been, uh, Thomas Axman has been really instrumental in everything that's happening. So, like I said, it's not just me at all. I'm just, I'm blessed. <laughs> it's not me at all. I'm just doing what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I let the voice in my heart and my mind, you know, lead me. Um, when I don't, if I don't feel like it's good, if that energy doesn't feel positive, I don't, you know, I stay away from it. If it, if it feels positive, then I try to deal with it and, uh, you know, Luckily, um, you know, I've been running across people that have been really instrumental in everything. You know, my visuals are all because of Future Frame, Thomas Axman, my brother Sean. You know what I mean? They put a lot of my visuals together with me. And, uh, you know what I mean? Thomas has been doing a lot of stuff, too, for uh, props. He just, I think he just did props last two videos, too. So, oh, word. Uh, yeah, he just did props last two. So, like I said, everybody's growing, man. And uh, shout out to Prof, man. They, uh, I love their movement and what he's doing. He's an inspiration. You know what I mean? Because he's a hard worker. That he is, but you are as well, man. As you've shown, man, you've been putting in work for a minute. So, man, just enjoy the fruits of the labor. In the meantime, though, right before we let you go, uh, what do you want the people to know, man? I mean, I just want them to, to keep uh, supporting and keep following. And if you're not up on who I am, you know what I mean? Check me out on social media. Uh, the real OG Grip um, on most social media. You can go to OGGrip.com, find out a lot about me. Um, I'm currently working with uh, 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 internet streaming platform, MyMyMusic.com. And uh, so be on the lookout for a lot of things that we're going to be doing. Future uh, Frame, the guys that do my videos, I have a lot of videos out there. I mean, you know, just keep support, man. It's those that love you that. I already paying attention. I truly appreciate it. Those of you that don't exactly know who I am, get up on me. So you might enjoy me. That's just the beat ride, though. Be ride, though. Show this nigga what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. And I got money on my mind. And you shall find This is not by accident My nigga This was by design Got to keep that beat in line Hustle music grind Grind until it's rubbing metal Heaven's got to get to nickel stick Yo me lick a shot This is sunny side Represent it for my Minnesota Niggas getting by Who the fuck am I? I am face mob y'all And I do this for the ones The state's done raw Hold your head high homie Don't cry on me Just be thankful for that outdate Don't lie on him But he good we gon' meet again, do it like we did it then Get it how we get it in this world that we living in Unstable intellect, and yet we getting checks 
OG grip, trip on how we handle shit. Hustle music, hustle music, this is it. Downloading on cassettes, stalk your internet. Sometimes I reminisce on them days. Basketball in the street when we used to play. Yeah. Lord, would you bring back them days? The way we used to live was amazing, and I gotta say, Lord, won't you bring back them days? Thinking yeah. like, think brush my teeth, wash my face, wash my face, wash my ass, wash my ass. Straight to the block, time to add. These young boys think that they on. I just sit back and laugh. No corner stalking for me, nigga. Here's my math. Sixteens and hoes, nigga. They both got shit. I ain't thinking about hoes, homie. Y'all leave that for Mac. He break a bitch and get dough from her. I just want the cat. Damn shame you can't knock it though. Real hustlers know they sell. They pockets get low on dough. Real hustlers control themselves. No time to be chasing coochie when you on your mama's couch. Get your ass up and get something more. Get your ass up. The game's cold, but it's fair. And that's the truth. Took the trip out to Houston to put Jack and face in the booth. So now they facing the truth. Cause we here now, hustling for something greater. Trying to put these damn packs down. Time to reminisce on them days. Basketball in the street when we used to play. Bring back them days. The way we used to live was amazing, and I gotta say, Lord, won't you bring back them days? Yeah. Back again, you already know what it is, Lake Views. And the last tune you just heard was Them Days featuring Scarface from the one and only OG Grip. Man, shout out to him and everything he's doing for the city and beyond. So, man, I'm geeked to see where he goes because his, his foresight's just out of this world. So, yeah, of course, if you listen to music, you already know where his head's at. But let's talk about this track. Who the heck is this? This is Spencer Joel's on the production. He is one of the great local people that's going to be at the Central Element stage, a part of the last of the record buyers. And also, if you do not know, Nazim and Spencer Joel's, where Nazim as well as Spencer Joel's, they both wrap their asses off mm-hmm. um, seriously, consistently for probably more than one album at a time. I kick it like Rock Lee, man. Yeah, that's a new hot track. Everything <laughs> they do is just, everything they touch is just so fucking fantastic. So. It is. Man, definitely stop through to see what Spencer can do just on the production. Yeah, he's not going to be doing nothing except for beats. I mean, I guess I really don't know what he's going to be doing, but I'm just excited to see what he can do on the beats because he does everything else so incredibly. Right. Like, if you heard any of their projects, like, he's doing major shit. He's still producing for a lot of cats out here, too. So it's like, 
and not only that he's finding ways to defy like you know some sort of like box mm-hmm. he's still like trying to be like a little bit more folky he can still sing and do songwriter shit as well yeah, so, he's got a passion for all that so i think you know he's just trying to flow with it yeah it transcends so you know really just take in the transcendence for yourself yeah and if you uh didn't know i know we've been talking about it a little bit but just if you want to get over to the essential elements tent definitely be there for the last of the record buyers because it's definitely a highlight this year we got mike on there from mm-hmm. astro black kelsey pyro spencer joel's boo boo the opus the techniques dj ari atari as well as bailey 26 kogan and track girl fucking dope all the way through and sick trim yeah sick coming trim. through right after yeah so, yo a lot of local love a lot of stuff that don't need words but doesn't hurt so i don't know maybe if you're like an aspiring mc or someone used to us you need some good beats for your project just yeah. go kick it over there take in take in some shit if you're a aspiring producer yourself go over there take notes do take what you notes need to do. just say hi to people too i think it's all it really takes that sounds good just yeah. say hi to everybody seriously if you're i know like it's gonna be hard to leave the main stage or leave the atmosphere stage if you're gonna if you got a good spot i'm not mad yeah. at you like it's, but it's worthwhile to go anywhere at Soundset. Yeah. You're gonna find something dope. Ferris wheels, all the people like selling shit. Yeah, and out then the, like uh, was it Soundset Village over there? Yeah, outside of you know Soundset Sunday, this is a huge weekend event, and there's gonna be basically shows happening at every spot that can host a party. A lot of things happening all week long, and you know it all kind of like kicks off officially. Friday morning at Ice House with Sway in the Morning live broadcast. As if you've never been, it's a it's a really cool experience where you have Sway, you know Heather B, and the whole crew just out there live broadcasting. They're just they're broadcasting, show. yeah, like Sirius XM, yes, yeah, all around the world. Yeah, and then it's really cool because you get to see a bunch of cats like actually on Soundset, been a part of this, or just part of the Twin Cities, getting up on stage and you know chatting it up, talking it up, and then also a bunch of freestyles. Mm-hmm. The cipher sessions are always crazy and legendary. Yeah, and memorable shit every year. Yeah, and so I don't know. Last year they started doing a couple performances too, so I'm geeked to see where it's all gonna go. And of course, that's just where I'm gonna go to get lit on a you know a Friday morning. Really, just have this there thing roll. Waking up early, seven a.m. I I hear good things about their drinks last year from Heather B. So I gotta I gotta come through. <laughs> I gotta come through and see what it is. And then over at Public Functionary, which is if you're an out of towner, you need to go check out Public Functionary. That's one of those spots that's gonna make you feel like you're in L.A. or some shit like that. That's the low key hub. I'm yeah. saying if you want to feel like the local out here you want to get into the cool spots public functionary is a beautiful little space but yeah. they're doing something very special yeah steven vanasco he's a photographer from la he's got a new exhibit that they're going to be putting out it's called interpreted and uh it's a bunch of monochrome photos he put out or took in la and also featuring in this group of photos is uh some of the photos that evidence used on his latest album whether or not yeah, and if you keep up with Evidence's Instagram or everything that he's been doing, you know he's got a great eye for you know how to capture things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's a great photographer in his own right. But when he is you know co, he's putting his stamp on something you do in that same vein. Yeah, I'm saying it's gonna be dope, and that's gonna be kicking it from what times to when? It's gonna be 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. at the Public Functionary on Friday, May 25th. 
And then also about that same time over at Co-Exhibitions. You know where that is? Yeah, I've actually been there a couple times there. I believe it's over, not too far away from that, actually. Okay. Yeah. You might be able to hit both of them at the same time. It's the Risk Art Exhibit. It's in a featuring works by Risk. Yeah, one of the graph writers that's going to be doing his thing at Soundset, you know, just spraying, you know, all the crazy aerosol artisanal, like, creations that's really just going to make you feel like, oh, the, really this element you know the graph writers that element of hip-hop is represented in this all weekend long yeah it's not just something you just go to just to you it's know. not just random ass people tagging in the fucking bathrooms no no <laughs> it's actually art and you yeah. see the artistic measure of that you see what the levels are to that and you take in some brilliance take in some great colorings, great like style work or just take in the fumes whatever you need to do mm-hmm. it's all on you and i think that's a really good opportunity for a lot of the like a lot of outer towners especially if they're not from a major city to really experience graph writing because mm-hmm. if you're not in the city you basically don't see it or no. if you do see it it's fucking trash it's on a train yeah that's that's literally where i saw like basically like moving art mm-hmm. that was my museum each week like you get posted up at the spot you get mad for a second but then after a couple cars you're like damn like, oh, that's cold yeah. Yeah, that's cold that was worth seeing that's, that's cold worth being here who the hell is that that's cold so you know i take it out the train yard and just see it on actual canvas and then also keeping a line with the elements you know the b-boys and b-girls gonna be breaking it down for the breakdance qualifier at House of Dance. Man, shout out to House of Dance doing big things every which way for the community and the city. And yeah, they're going to be doing a nice freestyle session, Minnesota qualifier for everything. There's going to be crews going every which way. And usually this is happening during Soundset where this is actually a little bit bigger because now they're actually dedicating that time and that space to see the crews just while out, do what they need to do. Yeah. So I don't know. It's gonna- definitely... That would be a dope thing to go check out, especially if you're not going to plan on seeing much of the breakdancing at Soundset. This yeah. is your time to go see that shit. Absolutely. And House of Dance is doing great work with like teaching classes to put in a lot of people on and really just making sure that there is a positive space and positive voice for you know breakdancing in the community because sometimes that does get lost in the shuffle. It does. So, hey, shout out to them. Two to eight, Saturday. I believe it should be free, so I don't know. Go check it out. Yeah. And then, of course, that night you have the Soundset Before Party at First Avenue. I am geeked. DJ Keezy, the Clituation featuring Jungle Pussy, and it's all hosted by Misha. Oh, man, if you've never been to a Clituation, out-of-towners, this is the party. Yeah, this is like the Minneapolis party these days. And not only that, it's special for multiple reasons. One, it's fucking Clituation. That shit is wild as fuck. That name alone should just make you say, oh, I know what time it is. Yeah. And two, it is an entire celebration of female representation of MCs, DJs, singers, performers, everyone just being underrepresented in the culture and making it not just like a, you know, oh, that's dope, a nice open mic type session. No, this is a fucking party. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they did this before Soundset as the official before party, oh, it's going to be fucking off the charts. So if you've never been... I totally recommend. It is fantastic. So I don't know. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hungover when I get to Soundset just because of that shit. So <laughs> hopefully you are too. And then of course you know the big day Sunday rolls around 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. You already know where it's gonna be at. Minnesota, of course. The fairgrounds. After party starts at 8 p.m. at First Avenue. This one's pretty big too. Yeah. After party always is. Yeah. If you can still stand after the all day. You know, 
they'll pretty much sweat every last inch out of you. And this year, you know, just keeping up with everything is, you know, a lot of DJs in this, a lot of great local support on there. And then you still got a lot of great rappers in the mix. You got Mick coming through uh, featuring Musab of Dino Spectrum, one of the original members. Actually, the first project on Rhyme Sayers back when he went as Beyond. Was a Musab album? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's kind of redeveloped his style and dropped another project last year with a lot of local greats as well as, you know, Baby Shell, uh, Mike the Martyr, Slugs on that joint. So, hey, it's going to be beautiful. And then, yeah. I didn't realize all those people were on that album. It's a sleeper. So, man, shout out to them. And then Astro Black, as you heard Mike Chevy earlier, this is something special. You know, you got basically the the new Twin City sound. Yeah. They got the keys. They're going to put it in drive and take you to a whole nother space. So if you haven't experienced that before, strongly recommend. Case yeah. Alam coming back again, really representing for his time in the Twin Cities and everything he's been doing. And then you got the OG underground king himself, Bum B, really keep it a trill all up in the spot so it's it's gonna be beautiful and hosted by brother ali i'm saying if you've never been to an after party after sound set i know you're exhausted but this is a to show mm-hmm. like that's the that was the last time i saw sean price yeah was that one of those after parties because oh, he just kind a lot of dudes that just come out they're just know, coming over from the festival yeah they want to kick it too yeah and so sometimes they'll just pass the mic and be like yo what do you want and sean p just came up there did his thing and oh, just man. like stepped off and it was like that's fucking sean p so i don't know like the fact they got bumby on this has got me geek because i've never seen and that dude is a headliner in his own right but just capping off and closing out sounds that weekend yeah. right before memorial day for you know recovery it's a beautiful thing so dude. I'm really excited about this shit. As you should. And... Boom. Back. Original rap. Scat, scat. Yo, that's what it is. Thank you for stopping through Lake Views. You know, kicking it, splashing around with us. And of course, get out, enjoy everything that's happening at Soundset this weekend. And yeah, keep up with uh, everything on the blog. And we'll keep you up and posted at everything happening around the city. So even if you are from here or out of town, we'll help you figure out what's really going down so you can find your way doing all this and everything. Yeah, and not only during Soundset, we do this kind of all year around. So yeah, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. So, we work for you. <laughs> and of course, hey, if you're going to be coming through to Soundset, there's a lot of dope things that they offer as far as like transportation to uh, parking to, yeah, because you know, it's always a mess. Like, yeah, and it's construction season right now, so the roads are completely fucked. Yep. Everywhere. Every which way. So, so, look at that shit, figure out carpool, take a bus, you can ride your bike this year. Mm-hmm. In fact, isn't there free parking or free uh, ride to Soundset? Yeah, you can get a free ride to Soundset. Um, you can print a pass off of the Soundset website. Just look for it under information. And uh, basically, it's your your uh, pass to get on a bus for free. And I think you could also take the light rail. Yeah. The, uh, that's a rapid bus. You can take the A-line. You can take bus route 84, bus route 3, and the green line, which is... Is the green line a train? I believe so. Okay. 
So. And you can get off at Stadium Village. That's the best spot to get there. It really is. Just find like a nice little spot to park at, get on the bus, do what you need to do. Think about it like, you know, the Minnesota State Fair. Because mm-hmm. this is essentially the rat version of that. So it is. You know, just find, you know, find out where you can mingle, where you can go, and just hop on the bus, get there, and yeah, be cool about it. And of course, if you've had too much drink, too, you party a little bit too hard, don't get behind the wheel. Just find your way into a nice little designated area. Maybe get out to First Avenue and sober up, if that's possible. Yeah. Drink so, water. Water. That's major. Wear major. bad shoes. <laughs> well, that's not, well, I guess it is the case. It's not yeah. as bad as Canterbury was way back when, where you just basically like, I got to throw these out the mm, next day. All that fucking dirt. Yeah, where now it's just concrete every which way. So, I don't know. Wear something comfy. Yeah. You want to still get down. You don't want to be like, you don't act, come on, don't be too cute to, you know, party it up, so. I don't know. Yeah, don't be too cute to party it up. That's what we say here at Lake Views. Yeah, we stay ugly with it. <laughs> so, yeah. Space for radio. Indeed. And, of course, shout out to OG Grip. Shout out to JSO Creative and Prof taking time to talk to us. And, of course, go back and check last year's podcast to find out what Jaybird, one of the creators of Sounds That Had to Say about all that, as yeah. well as everything that went into, you know, last year's stuff. And we're going to pin too. We're gonna pin that up on our SoundCloud. Yeah. So it's there. Or maybe in this too. So yeah. just scroll down. But yeah, on the meantime though, yo. I'm be Justice. Safe. Yeah. I'm Derek. <laughs> and be safe. Be loving. Be understanding. And yeah. Peace. Bye. <laughs>